Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host, the original uncloseted conservative. As you can tell, we are not in my home studio. I'm not followed like this. I, I mean, I have it a little bit, but I don't have it like this. No, not like this. Uh, yeah, no, not like this. So, come on. We are in McLean, Virginia at Little Havana Cigar Club with the one and only Tim Harris. She's the chairman of the Right Appeal Pack. Uh, you used to be, uh, used to be the chairman of Prince William County. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, committee club. Committee, committee. Yeah. See, they're a committee group, but not a club. Yeah. A committee. Uh, and he's currently serving as a member on the Virginia GOP, uh, for, uh, the state central committee. Yeah, state yeah. central committee. I don't know about you, central committee. Board. But anyway, <laughs> it's Tim, it's Joe. We got an awesome show for you guys. I'm not going to hit the bumper because, you know, I don't want to flex the internet here. Uh, so... Yeah, tell us about yourself, man. Well, first, I want to go well, a further making, plug. Making fun of me for not having a pun. So no, I, I, I that's okay. It. It's I okay. It. It's a gentleman's way to smoke a cigar. What do you want? Oh, oh, oh. Like yeah. Joe said, I want to I want to do ahead, another quick plug for where we are. I love this place. This is Little Havana and McLean. And uh, if you smoke cigars, you're in the D.C. area, you got to come by Little Havana. And if you live here, you got to join. Get a membership. Join up. And, uh, and come here. We do a lot of events here. The owner, Mo, is very generous to, to us and the people that come by. So come by Little Havana, right on Chainbridge here in McLean. Um, send your wife to the mall to go shopping <laughs> at the uh, the mall there at Tyson's, and then come have a cigar. And it works out perfect. I mean, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of money, though. That's all right. That's okay. Now, now my wife's watching. So your I'm wife is guy. watching. I'm that guy. I'm going to look one, I used to look into the microphone like yeah. state, but yeah. now today I'm going to look into the wrong camera because there's double cameras going yeah. on here, yeah. and they're going to think that I have, like, vaccine in <laughs> or something. And it's like, no, 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 no. I, I'm just, it, it's a distraction. I'm right. sorry. Right. Uh, all right, so. Yeah. Wait, let me borrow your cutter. Come on now. After making fun After of making it, fun now of I need utility of your cutter. See utility over here. Now the funny thing about this is, this man is the Marine. I'm in the army. I was in the army. This guy was the Marine, and I'm over here without his like. Without? Oh, you know what I do? I'm punching I'm my dad. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. What you do? We're good. I don't even use it. We're good. I'm a See, bit. and this is, and this is a, this goes further with the Army Marine Corps debate because the Army has always had all the tools, didn't know they had them to actually use them. Okay. The Marine Corps had none of the tools and wish that we had all the cool stuff. So this is a, a furtherance of, um, you know, that point. You got to do me like that? I, I write on, on your you show. You got to do me like that on my own On your own show. show. On your own show. So, guys, just like we do it at home, we're doing the studio. No scripts. This is all. It's a post-it note. So it's actually two post-it notes because, you know, 
Tim's a big guy. Kind of well, trying to get it all in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to know what to speak on. This is, so, you know, you come to someone's cigar club, you come to their shop, it's dealer's choice. I'm like, hey, you have your favorite cigars. I don't have to say dealer's choice worked out. Oh, Mo always has the best recommendation. If you don't know what you want to smoke, I did that for the longest. I would just walk in and say, Mo, what am I buying today? It's always a great, well, first of all, great selection of cigars. Yeah. But then always a great recommendation from the great selection. So it's greatness all around. It's just, yeah. Can't go wrong. Kind of like a good bartender, too. um, Because we first met a couple of months ago, and he said, well, what do you normally smoke? And I told him, like, from this gas station cigar to this, like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. If I'm at my uncle's house and I'm getting my dick dog or something, mm-hmm. you know, again, yeah, it's a good not a plus. I'm not buying it. Yeah, exactly. I'll so smoke it, whatever you want. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. We got we got all the topics in the world. I put on the poster. This is the whole script right here, based on the stuff that you've been writing oh about time, inflation. Yeah. I definitely want to hear what your thoughts are about midterms coming up. This is amazing. Uh, unless, unless you're gonna get us thrown off. But there is no election. No, yeah. Over. No, 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 whoa, whoa, shut it down. No, yeah. Okay. No, I, I'm excited. I want to talk about all of you. All right. You, you, whatever you want. You, you tell it. You That's start. That's the funniest well. thing. Uh, and I can say this because Tim knows me and sees me out in the community. The funniest thing about it is the questions that go the furthest. You can prepare questions. Yeah. And I can ask a brilliant question, and then someone will be really put off about it. Jamie Fox put me on this. Knowing about someone, the things that they do, talk about questions. And Jamie Fox, watch his interview. Jamie Fox is one of the most talented dudes out there. Comedy, acting, music. He's on the board of Juilliard, yep. interviewing piano students. Crazily talented. I wish I could come on the show. Mm-hmm. Jamie Fox, if he's not listening. You never know. In this world, you never know. But it's just like, talk about questions. You know, you got law enforcement officers, you know, talk about the fill in the blank. So, if you guys don't know, this is like a weird, we are like a weird vortex. Yeah. Military vets, law enforcement vets, we're black, we're smoking cigars. Like, people don't know how to feel. Yeah. People don't know how to feel. I was, an hour, two hours ago, I was wearing a Trump Miss Me Yet shirt. Not, not a joke. Yeah, uh, and, but you know, I can't. Um, so two hours ago, funny story. I was putting out signs at an early voting location for uh, a congressional candidate in Woodbridge, Virginia, for yesterday. And the the uh, Democrat lady was also out putting out signs for her candidate. And yeah. um, I was talking to one of their other volunteers, and I said, "Oh, good morning. How you doing?" And the guy responded with, "Like, good morning. I'm doing great. How are you?" And the other Democrat lady said, "Hey." Don't talk to him. And she knows who you are. She said, don't talk to him. You can't tell him that. Tim's like 6'4". Like, yeah. He's got an image. So I simply <laughs> responded. I simply responded, oh, the black guy shows up, and now we can't talk to him. And she literally lost her absolute mind and said, oh, oh man. just call me racist. And I said, I said, well, the shoe fits, <laughs> right? She's a white lady. She's a white lady. And it's I always said, a white lady. said, the shoe fits, wear it. But, yeah. So yeah, yeah. put this on pause. This happens to me all the time. I got another... No, brother, black conservative man, big man too. Because like I'm six one, like I'm like the little leagues, you know. No way. This is the minors. Uh, I always tell people because they're like, "Hey, how many people were there?" So I still wear the hat. I get it. I don't even know if that'll come to front. Yeah, I still wear the hat. The hat starts more conversations, especially as a Christian. That stupid red hat. 
starts. More conversations with people that I never would have spoken with, and those conversations lead to the problem of evil, lead to the cross, and all, all that kind of stuff. So I still do it. But the angriest people, the most outlandish, spit in your face, throw stuff at your car, curse you out in the middle of the Wegmans parking lot. They're always 18 to 28 year old white women. Yeah. Like affluent, getting out of a Beamer or Mercedes. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is so wrong. I'm a, I'm not a criminal, mm-hmm. but I can, I'm the wrong archetype. I'm a large, black, heavily trained arm. They don't know that. But, like, why would you? Yeah. Is that? So I knew, I knew this. I don't know if you said it. I knew this woman was white. Yeah, I know. She has always and a white So woman. to that point also, Joe, it was, like, early. It was, like, 5 a.m., 5.30. So it's still dark outside. And she just rolled up. Like ready to oh, go. And I was like, wow, no, exactly. Yeah. But this is a part of, and this is why I believe everyone should travel the world as veterans. We've done that. Everyone should travel the world to get perspective and to understand, like, hey, man, only in this country can you do something like that. Yeah. You just roll up on somebody like that. You don't have to go far. You could go down to Mexico. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Not just like Cancun. Like, you step off in the Sinaloa. Right. Like that. Right. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. And so, yeah, only in this country, you know, plug for freedom, right? Only in this oh, country man. can you run up on two. Only in America. Only in America, yeah. yeah. And it should just be highlighting, you know, what it, it's, I guess the phrase is like Karens or whatever that are running around. I feel and bad. Also, yeah. They're sweet women named Karen. Yeah, I know. Everyone knows like two or three of them. It's, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate what happened. I'm sorry for all of you good parents out yeah. there. We love you good parents. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know who you are. There's like five of them. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned Yesley. So let's let's start with Virginia. We got okay. we got Jim Miles, uh, Yesley. We've got uh, oh man, Karina. Karina. I yeah. said Katrina. No, oh, everybody does. Karina. We've got Hotel. Hotel. Um, oh, I forget who's running in in. Uh, Virginia Beach, but we, Higgins, yeah, we've got kick butt stellar yes. American made. Yeah, well, actually, not really American. A lot of them are immigrants. Yes, uh, three well, of the people interested. Yeah, yeah. Immigrants. So, what do you think's going down? So, first of all, um, I, look, I said the same thing last year in 2021. The Republican Party just someone told me their day day. You want to stay on TV? You got to say something controversial. So, at least every show I do, I'm going to say one thing controversial. And my controversial thing, no. yeah, yeah, my controversial <laughs> thing is going to be the when I have conversations with people, and the first question I always get, as I'm sure you do, is like, why are you a black Republican? And they're like, because the Republicans are so racist. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, if that is true, we're doing a horrible job of that right now. Terrible job. Not only did we give, just here in Virginia, its first black woman statewide elected in some years, but we gave Virginia her first statewide elected Hispanic with Jason Yards. Yeah. Flip over to this and year. Winston's an immigrant. And Winston's an immigrant. And then you flip to this year and we've given three of our targeted race congressional districts are all immigrants. Yep. Or actually all them are immigrants. Uh, They're from Ukraine. We're yeah. Ukraine. <laughs> um uh Jesse Vega who was born in the States but whose parents fled from war torn El Salvador to come here to, to start their family. She's first generation and then her cow 
who literally was like last yeah. plane out from Saigon. And, and these aren't immigrants like, oh, we lived in Canada, right. or like this beach town. Right. No, they were in it. And they were in it. More torn nations. More torn nations. Exactly. Exactly. They yeah. come to this country and they realize, like, oh my goodness, this party has a set of values that actually align in the common thread in that joke is always this. People say, I look at where the trajectory right now of our country is, and then I think back to like that's the stories my grandmother and my mother told me happened in our country before, you know, it went haywire. Yeah. And then they say that's why I can't support the party that is advancing those things because that's exact that's the exact trajectory that was in the country that we fled. You know, yeah. so it's funny. And they say it happened. Uh, you've spoken, you've met uh, she met Blue. Yes. And she, so her family again. She's she's on our team. Mm-hmm. She, you know, team Republican, mm-hmm. conservative. Uh, their family fled communist China. Right, she's yeah. very intimately familiar with Mao's revolution, the Red Guard. Uh, you know, tolerance. It's like right. no, this is this is a uh, uh, not. I'm gonna be clear. Not this. Yeah, you got to Like I get it, and I'm not one of these BLM guys. But no, I support that. You know, we're gonna hide whatever. You know, black Americans competing in the Olympics, holding it down. Yeah. Come on, yeah, uh, and winning. But this is a, uh, I just forgot. It's the, the red salute. Yeah, like this. This is a, this is a not again, not this, but like the salute. You see, come on, you yeah. guys got it on T-shirts. Yeah, that is a call to violence. It's the red communist salute. It's it's we are all weak individually, but together we make a fist to go destroy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> MT for the BLM. Yeah. You know. Summer of 2020 in Washington, yeah. D.C. Yeah, absolutely. Summer of love. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? We had someone put a bomb again, January 6th. Lots of stuff went down. Someone put a bomb at the RNC headquarters right. and the FBI, Secret Service, DHS, are like, man. Yeah. Like, a, I couldn't even get they, the they, The response was very similar to, um, <laughs> What did Ilhan Omar say? Some people did something. Yeah. Like they were like, you know, a bomb at the RNC. Some someone did something. You know, it's like a common thread of yeah. yeah. I mean lackluster response. We could talk about Stalin, Lenin, Hitler, Matt, or we could just say, look, they were some guys that did some something things. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. You some know, hundred million people starving, like, oh man. Famine. Like if you type out famine or whatever, this would get taken off the internet. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. So here we are. And this is another thing. Like, you, you look at the pictures of our gatherings, exceptionally diverse. Yes. And in the most meaningful ways. Like, yes, our ethnicity is where we're from, but also our political ideological talk. Yeah. On the left, it's you got to be a 10 out of 10. You yes. got to support the current thing no matter what. Get the, the shirt, post the flag, or whatever. Here, we have disagreements. We have, oh, you know, on a scorecard, we are six out of ten things. Mm-hmm. I disagree about this. Because we are actually diverse. Mm-hmm. And not just diversity. They are not. No, it, it, well, it may, it's not diversity of thought, right? It's get in line. They're not diversity of anything. Yeah, it's like get in line or or get or get off the boat altogether, right? It's, yeah, it's, that's a common thread. And, and, that, and look, this is where we see we don't cancel Side, right? If you disagree, we're like, good dialogue That's is why good. we're getting the cancelees right <laughs> coming over because there's nowhere else for them to go. Exactly. That's it. Um, and this is what happened recently. And not only are we getting the cancel cancelees on the um, but also because 
they've gone so far left, Joe. And you get these people who have tried to put a stake in the ground on the left and say, this is our this is our position. We're not going to go any further left. And, and you get, I, I'm not going to curse on your show, but you get people like the squad and all of them saying, yeah, there we go, saying bull, and they take the time further left. And then you end up with people like Tulsa Gap who said, wait a minute. I don't know that I can go that far, you know, left on, and it's not just one issue. I don't know if I can go that far left on a number of issues, just about every single issue. I don't know if I can go that far. And it's, it's. I mean, you look at the taxes and how we tax people. Joe Biden told us that if you make less than four hundred thousand dollars, you are going to get taxed. Why? And then people that made less than four hundred thousand dollars are getting taxed out of the UK, and if they don't pay them, oh, eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents proposed they're going to come. Come make sure that they pay, right? So well, you know whose fault that is. Who's that? Trump's. Well, isn't everything Trump's fault? Well, it'll be it'll be the year twenty thirty five. I think it's Trump. I think it's more than just Trump. I think it is Republicans in general get blamed for just about everything, and we as Republicans too. I don't think in certain cases have done a good job of of being like getting people's face and saying no. We need to. We're like the I told you so guys. I can do a press conference after the ship sank, and we're like, well, we did try to tell them that the ship was going to sink. And we're like, no, why weren't you in there? You know, why do you knock the dude out who was poking holes in the boat, right? Like, that's the, it's an analogy. It's an analogy. Just an analogy. Oh, um, the screen's yeah. down. Though. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, they took us down. We did not promote violence. We are men of peace. Yeah. So it's, Whoa, it's like, not the dude out of the When you said not the dude, I was like, where's it going with this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's totally yeah. an analogy. We are, to disavow something. No, we are no, peaceful no. men, and we are protectors, sheep, oh, lovers, and stuff. I had someone stop me at a bus stop, cursed me out, said, I know exactly who you are. And then when I get in the car to, like, drive off, flip me off. Like, the kids are like, oh, that elementary school bus stop. Yeah, of course she was lying. Her name's yeah. not Karen. You know you are. She's one of my neighbors. Actually. Right. Oh, right. terrible. Uh, yeah, I went and spoke with her about your forgiveness. Like, hey, I'm by myself. You're kind of tossing me. The math changes because you said peaceful then. Totally peaceful. Yeah. But, you know, there, there's a beast inside, a true man. Yeah. And I was like, hey, if I'm out with my family, you can't be accosting me like this. Right. The, the algebra changes. That's right. No, it does. <laughs> I take a lot of risk by myself. Right, if I'm in right. a group, I got yeah. an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, yeah. a one-year-old, and I'm like, you need to fix that. Man. Yeah, yeah, because I, because now like protecting myself, like ah, okay, yeah. like, well, like that's risk. that's like nature, but yeah. protecting like these these fam, this is my oh. family. No, like I'm now, <laughs> no, exactly. You're right. The algorithm changes. Yeah, what are you out here And also, it's always this way. Girls like five foot nothing, maybe a buck ten. I'm so I'm a whole nother person. Right. I'm two ten, yeah. six one. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't yeah. I don't even want to chase no. that. Right? Listen, <laughs> they, they, those people and my thing is I don't wish violence on anybody or injury or harm. Those people should travel the world, right? And they should travel yeah. the world. And it's like you said, let's not even don't even go too far, right? Let's just go down south of the border. And try that stuff, right? Go tell people like I think it's wrong with you. Okay, all right. Oh, the further south you go, too. Yeah. yeah. You get Central and South America. And I make that statement to say that I'm pro freedom and I'm pro First Amendment and yeah. say what you want to say because it's your right. It's your right to First Amendment. Well, it goes back space. It goes back to your cancellation comment. Tell me one prominent liberal that the right has canceled. 
left has canceled some of their own. Yeah. You know, amazingly, yeah. they've not canceled Jeffrey Tubin. You know, he's, he's getting off. Oh, my. Yeah. Devil on unintended. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. getting off on all kinds no, of things. No, I love that. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, whoa. He's trying to love it. He's trying to beat some love. You yeah. can't cancel these guys. We don't cancel. Like, tell me one. I don't even like to block people on social media. No. You got to be a major violator, send them all kinds of crude stuff. Yeah. Uh, spam or whatever. But, man, this is the upside down. This is the upside down, get out style. And not even the Democrats, but just the, the non thinking among us. Have everyone hypnotized with that little tea glass, and everybody's just sitting there in the sunken place. Yep. Like, I can't remember the tea's name. I don't want to mess it up. I know, but we all know. You know, my boys. At the auction. That's America right now. Here we are at the precipice, looking over the cliff again. Yeah. At another election. So, so Joe, I call it sugar-free democracy because the Dems want sugar-free democracy, right? They want they want democracy, but they don't want, like, all of democracy. They're like, hey, can we take the... Because, like, a, a part of a democratic society is, like, freedom of speech, that people get to say, people get to report freedom of the press. We want them to report the truth, but they get to report what, what they put out, right? People get to say what they want. And the Dems right now are saying we have to protect democracy, and democracy is, is at risk if the Republicans take, take the majority back. Not to say about our democracy. Right, but it's not... It's 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 sugar sort of free democracy because it's not like full encompassing democracy. Right? Plus, I don't care who you are, what you drink, you know, soda pop, whatever. Sugar free is never as good as there is. It's never okay. no, come on, no, no, and exactly, and and the, the the original the the founders of you know whatever drink of choice it is intended for it to taste a certain way, and when you take one of the ingredients out, no yes, no, 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 no. Um, but when you take out one of the ingredients or you make it sugar-free, you get something that's not exactly what... I mean, imagine when you drink a sugar-free drink, right? And you're like, hmm, you take a sip and you're like, ah, oh, what was that? That's what America's like right now. America is looking at democratic policy and they're going, oh, what was that? We don't want anything to do with that. And it's um, it's interesting, but you're right. It is it, the, 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 the left is canceling people at an alarming rate. I'm afraid that they're going to run out of people because everyone's just going to be canceled. And they're going to run out. They're going to run out. That's what happens in a, yeah. one, in a unified routine. Right. They always right. Uh, that that shot group is real tight. Yeah. Right thing. It's just like the ten of them. Yeah. Just the oligarchs left. Right. Uh, right. That's always a nasty meeting. Yeah. No, it is. I don't want to be there for them. If we still had history books that they're erasing every day. Yeah. Then you guys would know this. Yeah. I I posted the thing about the transatlantic slave trade or the African slave trade. The most prominent one that we know of in history, which is Western, you know, the Almina Ivory Coast. Right. Uh, because there's been slavery all over the continent, but ours, is, America's is the only one that matters, even ours. Uh, but the amount of private emails and private messages that I got saying, I have never heard this, never seen this, I'm outraged that the public education system right. and that meanwhile, we've got men like Frederick Douglass, Booker T. Washington, walk off of the plantation, teach themselves how to read, honor family, right. marry, you know, the mother of their children, and go from the plantation to the federal congress, yeah. not in a generation, in one lifetime. And here we are having constant debates from, uh, who's a prominent race hustler? I don't know. 
Uh, you got Coates, you got uh, uh, Robin D'Angelo, who's not even, you know, she's not even white, so I don't know where, you know, a white woman writes a book about how white people don't know anything about the experience of black people, and I'm like, yeah. And which which brings up a good point. I always, I always say to people, particularly non-black political people that tell me about race, I say, no, I actually have way more experience. Yeah, I, mean, I got it. Yeah, I got this. So right? I got I, it. I got I've been it. doing this my entire life, right? And, and I had like your whole life. My whole, my entire life, except uh, in 2020, when, when I casted a vote, I cast a vote for someone who was not Joe Biden, and my blackness was super suspended. <laughs> um, but it's back now. They the car, they punched all up. They did. I in, in that instant, I lost rhythm. I put no seasoning in any of my food, and I yeah, it was it was kind of soft. Back. And my credit score went up. That was the good part of it, right? Oh, you said my credit man. score went to 800. Yeah. I told you I'm going to say something controversial. That was so bad. There are plenty of black people that are financially stable with 800 plus credit scores. Well, it's funny because it's true. Yeah, yeah. And anything offensive in there are either verbatim or pretty close quotes of prominent Democrat leaders. Right. So we'll just say that. Check yeah. your own facts. Well, and I'm glad I'm going to continue to show what a job to be a fact checker, though. Like, talking about a useless job. Like, I can work in my mom's basement making banks. Checking your facts? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, hey, I missed my call. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're heading to the ballot box. I just heard you on another show, and you're reading this from the Riot Act. Uh, you'll know who she is. I'm not going to put her out there like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they want to make things about, uh, about, Climate about LGBTQ, LMNOP plus issues um, about about these friends issues. Even sometimes abortion, I'll put in there. Yeah. Not that any of those things are not important. This will be the part that's flipped out on media yeah. matters. Yeah. Not that any of those things aren't important, but what people are feeling are the things that you listed. We had house guests this week. First thing they wanted to do was go to DC. I'm like, oh my god! Like as a security guy. I need to hit the gym. I need to practice some jujitsu. <laughs> I need to like check my pyramids are good before yeah. I'm going to DC. Right. I'm like, is there nothing else you want to do but yeah. go to one of the, the, the seats of violence right now? But it's crime, inflation. Yeah. And you you mentioned gas separate from the economy. And I don't even know if you knew that you did this, but it's brilliant to do that because gasoline is in a different order sure. of things. It's Pavlov, it's food, water, shelter, physical security things, mm-hmm. like energy uh, insecurity, food insecurity. That's what people are going into at the ballot box. Yeah. Not people that are in the LGBTQ plus community are going to the ballot box with food insecurity, yeah. gas yeah. and energy insecurity. Yeah. And you want to talk about, and you might remember who I'm talking about, I but you want to talk about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's all about serious. It's about, it's about this quote. I, I love yesterday, so I quote her a lot, and yeah. she's a, a congressional candidate running in the 7th District. If you're in the 7th District, you're going to vote for Yesu Vega. Early voting's open. Am I allowed to endorse candidates on your show? Sheriff yeah. Nephony. Yeah. She's uh, a mom. Mom, military wife. Uh, I'm going to set a... Uh, she's not she's she's not a she's the daughter of lee woodward oh yes. yeah this, this is sole proprietorship yeah we can endorse anything oh good we, we can, can endorse the ccp if you want. oh 
I bow out there, right? That I bow out right there. That's my line. No, so she um, she talks about on time. Um, I forgot the point I was gonna make. It was a really good point. But she is a great person. She's a great candidate. Living so the things that are her. on. We were talking about the things that are on. They want to make them these issues. Yeah. The issues staring you in the face it's, are those, those kitchen table issues. It is. And it's it's all about distracting um, the people from... Oh, that's what Yesley says. Wow, thank God. Okay. So Yesley talks about um, her opponent, Abigail Stanford, canceled two debates. Oh, Basically yeah. said, I'm not going to show up. And Yesley was like, listen, I don't... Obviously, she had her like public stance that was forward-facing that everybody saw. But in some of her uh, rallies and things, she would say, listen, I, I actually don't blame Abigail Spender for not showing up to debate. Who would want to debate against David? And what are you going to say? What can you look at, at in people's face in a crowd and say, this is why you have 40-year high inflation? How do you defend that? You know? So, of course, naturally, they changed the conversation to talk about abortion, to talk about marijuana, like the show that I was on. They acted like it was an existential issue if we didn't, in fact, decriminalize marijuana. And I said, really? That that is the that's what we're going to talk about. And so to yes, days away. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like really? And it was like out of nowhere. You know, it got the conversation got political. We started talking about marijuana. And I'm like, what? Like people trying to get to work. Who are their political strategists? I I There's some GCs know. that I want to talk to because yeah. y'all are y'all yeah. are just all over the map. Well, but but it goes back to that point, Joe. That yes, you always brings up. I, I'm not going to talk about that because I can't. I, I can't defend four-year high inflation. I can't defend this summer people paying five dollars for gas, five dollars for a gallon of gas. I can't defend that there's been in my neighborhood or in my community or the strategy, there's been like a shooting every night. Four people in one house just shot and killed. Um, and so they can't defend. Yeah, but I think I'm uh, yeah, you guys, you, yeah. wow, you guys have like, we have a, beheading. a, a, a whole beheading, right? And, and it so, was like, domestic, you know, yeah, <laughs> no, I know, no. the most dangerous time. Yeah, yeah, and so when when you sit there and you look at the current situation, how do you defend those things? Well, I can't defend them, so I'm going to go to these issues over here that I can talk about. Like, we got thinking last week, and we got to make sure that, you know, abortions are un- Completely unregulated, you know, whatever. And so that's, it's a distraction. It's all a big distraction. But the beautiful thing I love is that the American people are not deceived, right? And they can't be You deceived. can't be deceived because they're, as but, soon, but as, these things as, soon the as the, like, average voter, like, starts to trend the other direction and they're like, man, yeah, we should legalize marijuana. And, like, Republicans have gone crazy on this abortion issue, which we haven't. Um, then they go, okay, honey, I'm going to go to the grocery store real quick. I'm going to go put gas in the car on my way. And then they go put gas in their car at $5 a gallon. And they're like, what? And they go get bread that's like up by 75%. And they're like, what? And and they come right back. And so it's the American people aren't deceived because the majority of voters are, are brilliant. They do their research. But then also that it's so tangible. It's so in your face, the failures of the left right now. So. Sorry, I got, I got fired up talking about it. I love, love talking about and they, they are constantly caught uh, with their pants down. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was, the first thing that popped in my head was like, uh, it yeah. would have been appropriate in the locker room or yeah. in the squad room. Or squad room. Yes. Oh, was that yeah. a joke? The squad room? <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the squad, like squad room. Uh, okay. The squad, not the squad. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, they're constantly caught with their pants down. Right. Because... 
Well, like when Biden came out, this was like eight months ago now, so not recently, but they came out, they're like, there is no inflation. It's like, mm-hmm. how did your economists come up with this? They're like, well, we don't include, in our inflation calculations, we don't include produce costs, we don't include groceries, we don't include gasoline, because those, those are some other things. I'm like, bro, these are the basic, the yeah. building blocks of what everyone yeah. needs to buy. Yeah. It's like, oh, we don't include bread, milk, cheese, poultry, uh, veggie burgers for you vegans out there. Like, no, these are the things that we need to buy. And yeah. the, the, the irony, which this election cycle has just been full of irony for me. I don't know if it's exactly common, that's the word. But now, because we're up a whole 2.6%, you know, the GDP this this quarter, now they're like, we avoided a recession. And I'm thinking to myself, if you were never in recession or not even close, based on their moving the goalposts, right, and changing the definition, if we were never even close, how did we avoid it? That's, you know. I mean, this is the party that I used to think the stupidest thing a Democrat would say is it depends on what the meaning of is, is mm-hmm. until they're like, they're changing. Def- There's a job out there that I know is just changing the definition of work on the fly. Yeah. This is what recession means. Not anymore, does it? Yeah. Like, what? No, nope, not anymore. And then when I'm done and changing the definition of recession, I'm going to change the definition of man and yeah. woman. I, I, do I don't even know we're going there, but I do yeah. not blow. Oh, we can go everywhere on this show. How much time do we have? Oh, wait, we started a little late. What's the actual time? We probably got like eight minutes. Oh, okay. Eight minutes. We got yeah. I mean, because you got you got something too big. I'm good. Oh, it's we're, here. No, it's not here. It's at three, but we're good. Oh, okay. No, this is oh, fine. yeah. We're, we got plenty of We got Random. Guys, I normally read your comments. You know, I do. It's a little bit of a different setup because I screwed up and left an important part at home. Uh, but, yeah, but I'll catch you guys some other time. What are your thoughts about... Okay, so we'll talk about Kanye. Before we talk about Kanye, oh my God. I want to talk about Twitter. Okay. Elon, everyone's going crazy again. Yeah. Just, I hate that. As someone who doesn't really like social media, and I had to get on it for all of this jazz... Right. I even hate that we need to talk about social media, but it plays a role. Yeah. It's a public square. Twitter in particular is a public square type place. And the other platforms are a little fringe. Like I'm on Truth Social. I hate that 99 out of a thousand users are conservative and they're just kind of. Right. Regurgitate the. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they just want to throw a controversial grenade in there. Just yeah. Like, oh, what do you think about this? Yeah. Oh, there it's not flat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Birds are real. Like, what? They're drones. Yeah. But just give us your hot take on, on us. So the, I, I view everything, like, I don't know if this is why I do it, but I view everything from, like, okay, this is what the mainstream is thinking about, and then I want to think about, like, this point over here, right? And so the first thought I had oh, with Musk is, oh, yeah, I can't keep that thing on. The first thing I thought about with Musk is, like, he's taking it private. If he ever goes public again, like, I want to invest. But the other, the other big thing that I thought about is how quickly the like psyche of the general public changes on their perception of an individual. And what I mean by that is like the the left, and I know I'm beating up on the left a lot, kind of get paid to do that, but um the left is in this like catch twenty two type situation where just a few months ago Elon Musk was their hero because of the green movement the electric car thing. And then it's like, got that master oh, electric yeah. car. Yeah, and this is like a big part of their party. AFC drives this man's car. Exactly. And now they're like, wait a minute. 
I can't, like, so what, are people going to turn in all the Teslas? Are we not going to do the green electric everything anymore because they now hate the guy who's, like, the father of it? So it's in a, they're in a really interesting spot. Now, also, um, the dude is brilliant because walking from the headquarters on his first day as yeah. a chief to it with a saying <laughs> was just, like, I, I couldn't even comment when I saw it because I'm thinking, that's brilliant. Yeah. Like, let that sink in. I'm here. I'm, I'm cheap to it now. You know, I, love I was it. watching him. Um, they sent some pics and recorded a little video of him in the cafeteria of Twitter headquarters with the employees around him. Small team, probably like 15 yeah. around them. And the grimaces and looks on their faces is part because they don't like what they perceive to be his political ideological beliefs. I still Which believe, he's not clear on. Yeah, I still believe that he's, he's probably, in my Joe Mobley opinion, I don't know the man. Um, I think that he is a classical liberal, a Democrat, and I think that he uh, he is way more welfare-prone than I am. But I do believe that he believes in promoting for the general welfare, like the Constitution right. says. That's the, yeah. you know. And he's a business guy. So at the end a of the day, business guy. he might be a classical liberal, but he believes in free market enterprise. He believes in, did you see how he played, uh, back when they had said, uh, when they were outraged, he was going to spend $54 billion of his on this. Um, they were like, for that amount of money, you can cure world hunger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And back, like, if they show me, if the guy gives me an itemized list, then I'll do it. Exactly. I'll cut the check right now. Exactly. Well, and, and he, yeah, and I, so I think that he is uh, a brilliant guy. As a as a business person, I don't care about his political affiliation. The dude just bought a business, and everyone's freaking out because he fired the top, like, three and I'm thinking to myself, do any of these people know anything about business acquisitions? Like, yeah. when you acquire a new company, that's usually what happens. Like, the top portion gets dropped off, and, like, you bring in your own team. So, people you can trust, that you know, that you work with. Even if they were all boys already, like, even if, because it's not yours. And yeah. By definition, it's theirs. It's, yeah. it's Jack's. Yeah. This is not your CFO, your CEO. This is not your head of legal. This is the yeah. team. Yeah. That's how this works. And people are making it political. And I saw something that someone said because I think two of the three of them were Indian or immigrants. They're like, this is why he did it. And I'm like, first of all, Elon Musk is also an immigrant. Yeah. Uh, because he's African American. Yeah. Um, and I didn't all, want to get. All of the African Americans I know, nine out of ten of them are white. No, yeah, exactly. And yeah. so I know I'm going to get hate for that, but he is, in fact, African American. Yeah. He's from um, Africa. He's from Africa. Uh, I'm from New York. Yeah. I'm just black. <laughs> so he's African-American, so he's an immigrant. And then, you know, he's doing a very normal business practice to bring in your own team, bring in professionals that you believe in and that you trust. And like, you know, and and, and let's not think that these people are, for one second are getting fired without a fat severance. Yeah. Like these guys are walking out the door, not only with oh, no. the money from their shares they got in the sale, <laughs> But they are walking to the door with a, a humongous severance package. Almost one C C-suite guys, they're probably going to maintain equity, too. Mm-hmm. They're probably, even if it's one and a half, two percent. We're talking about two percent of a company that was just bought for $54 billion. Mm-hmm. Just do the math, okay? They don't have to do that. You move the decimal two places, multiply it by the big number, and you will still get a very and if large you're a number. in America, you don't have to do the math because we just... Factor reports that, uh, like, the majority of fourth graders due to school lockdowns can't do basic math and reading. Anymore. And that's not a knock. That is a we failed that generation. That's not a knock on those kids. No, not a knock on the kids, um, yeah. 
education departments that the states and municipalities have. We're going to skip over EA for just a minute. Yeah. Aside, thank you for writing in. We'll, we'll get to it. But what he said just triggered me yeah. to Winsome Sears. Yeah. Winsome Sears, man, she is she's just a beautiful soul. Mm-hmm. But something changed with her on the campaign. Because I was following them. I was going to all the little things, holding up the signs. Jason, Jason. She went to, this was like 60 days out. Uh, from the election. She went to Winsburg, Virginia, Campbell County, Bedford, Amherst, out, there, out that way, um, had some sit-downs with education officials, and it broke her heart. You know, um, 70%, 70 to 77% of kids reading two-plus grade levels below grade yeah. their own. Um, there were some stats about kids not being able to cut whole numbers in half. So what's half of 100? Half of 20. They couldn't do it without a calculator. Uh, graduation rate just plummeted, and she came back girl on fire. Mm-hmm. She didn't need scripts. She didn't need postage. She nope. didn't need anyone to prep her. She was just like, yeah, forget what you guys are talking about. She was about. like, turn that teleprompter off. Yeah. I don't even need it. I don't even care what this conference is about. These kids, and it used to be when we were kids, it was children out of the future. They right. were rolling out the red carpet trying to give us opportunities. And teachers used to, as advocates, right? they used to spend so much time fighting with the administration because there wasn't enough time mm-hmm. to teach the basics they needed to teach in the curriculum. And now it's a complete usurpation. They're, they're taken over with agendas. Your sexual proclivities don't have anything to do with literature, with reading, writing, math. Like, no, if I, I'm, I'm a straight, I'm a heterosexual Christian man, if I were white, I would be negative a thousand. Yes. If I went to the classroom and said to the kids, you got to know what me and my wife did last night. Oh. Said, no, throw me, like, put me under the jail. Under the jail. And line you up. There's going to be a bunch of parents that want to fight. Right? Yeah. 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 Oh, man. No. And Winsome, you're right. Winsome is, is she's amazing. On she's, and if you, if you know anything about Winsome, the lieutenant governor's uh, history. She's always really been an advocate for education, uh, school choice, those yeah. things. Um, one of the things that she always says, I love, is that no kid should be um, required to go to school based on their zip code, right? Because you've got brilliant kids in the hood that based on their zip code, they have to go to schools that they're not working well, they, for. They try and cancel that. That's correct. 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 But yeah. Winsome has been, has been fighting, fighting, fighting for that. And I think... Um, She's she said that she has experience. Because the left said she has no experience. No, I know. She was in the House of Delegates. She cheered for me. Like, what are the left came after her? So I'll never forget my favorite Winston story. Oh, let's do it. Um, and then we got to talk about Yay to keep the viewers happy. Yeah, yeah. So my favorite Winston story, she does the, the picture with the right one, right? Oh, and, yeah. we, and we, every time, people <laughs> like us, veterans, the first thing that we look at is, like, where their trigger finger is. Winston is a Marine. She's a Marine. Finger off the trigger, like, great. You know, she everything was good. Doesn't look awkward with a rifle. Like, no, oh, no, I do. This. Yeah, she was like, this, this, she was this like this. This is yeah. She's like, exactly. Is this a pencil? She was like, what is this? This is great. She cordless, has a tool. Cordless hole puncher. Cordless hole puncher. <laughs> exactly. So she um, gets a ton of heat for it, and the New York Times calls me, and they think that like they got one somehow. She, some shooting had happened. It was devastating. It was really bad. Uh, they were going to school, and so she, the picture gets released, and they're like, how could she take this picture? <laughs> And beyond, like, the Marine stuff yeah. and beyond the, like, all these things, I asked a New York Times reporter uh, a question, and he was like, I'm done. And he 
end the game. We're not going to do the story. I said, what scares you about a black minority film? And he was like, <laughs> also, when this happened, uh, in the post-Summer of Love, yeah. America, uh, 70% increase first-time gun ownership. Yes. 40% of those first-time gun owners were black. Yes. 70% of those black, black first-time gun owners yeah. were black women. Black women, yeah. And I, and I, I will tell you this. So what are you really trying to say in New York Times? Yeah. And so, and exactly. And I brought this up to this guy, and I said, you know that the number one that reported just come out to that end, that the number one group, concentrated group of applicants for concealed carry permits and gun use education, right? People going to NRA and all the different groups that, that offer the education needed to get a permit for black women. Yeah. And so I said, she's actually leading a trend that, uh, and I'm like, I told the New York Times that a lot of your it's readers are probably someone that looks like me doing the thing. Doing the thing. But beyond all that, something you talked about earlier is I don't care which party it's, I don't care what race you are. At the end of the day, you're going to protect your young. And if the bad guys are out there shooting people, you you need to meet you need to meet them with equal or more crazy to protect your own. I mean, we don't have to get into it because there's a lot to get into it. But at the surface level, the Uvalde situation, so many people were outraged because of the videos of the parents yeah. who pleaded, "Just let me go in, yeah. put me in the game, coach." No guns, no training. They were gonna go in with hopes and dreams and tackles. Yeah. And look, this is another parent though. This was the first time I ever, and I'll make this real quick, first time I ever experienced that. Because I'm not a parent. You're a parent times four. Um, right? Yeah. Cool. So I was a police officer in the city, shooting it just happened near a playground. You know what we do, we take the whole thing off, we gotta preserve evidence, all this stuff, tape everything off. I'm a new cop, I'm on the line. And this mom runs, I see her running down the street. And I'm thinking to myself, like, she can't come across the line. She doesn't stop. So as she's getting closer and not putting the brakes on, I'm, like, yelling at her, like, hey, man, you can't come across the line. can't come across the line. And I'm, like, I'm going to clothesline this lady if she comes across the line. Because I'm the police. And I'm thinking bad. And, like, you can't come across the line. It's the law. And all these things I'm thinking. And someone grabs her, like a friend, another community member, grabs her during, before she gets the line. And she's pleading with me to come across the line because the children from the playground were, we had secured them in a building that was near the playground and the shooter was still at large. And so um, it was a whole thing. Long story short, her and I go back and forth. She's crying. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. I'll never forget the story. She's crying. She is completely beside herself, lost it. And she's saying to me, please, officer, please just let me go. And I said, man, your kid is fine. Your kid is fine. There's a bunch of police officers in there, big men with guns that are in there protecting your child. And she looked at me, like, in my soul, and she said, <laughs> she said to me, until I see my child, myself, my own eyes, I don't think he's okay. I don't know if he's okay. And that's a that's a moment for me that brought, took all, all the policing, all the training away. It was a human moment where I empathized with her, even though not a parent. I could see that, like, I understand, right? This is not, like, crazed woman this is not political this is a a mother a mama bear saying i don't care what you say this policeman until i see my child and i can touch them and you you never feel this way you get a guy with bad neural credentials you never feel this way but in a way your presence is the first step you use force continuum your presence is the statement i'm from the government and i'm here to help Mm. right 
so it's like right. it's like oh it's like i hate it and love it i'm like you know i'm federalist like i read the docs i got it but it's yeah. like oh no that's but it's like but i know but i am but some aren't it's uh, yeah it's like how can i it, it'd be easier to just get your kid <laughs> right no. exactly like i'm almost like hey who's is, I got, yeah. is this your mom okay please you got it right you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Who's wrong with this? And she like didn't lose that energy literally until we brought all the kids out in the line, and she got their baby and like literally searched him to make sure yeah, he was okay. It's like when you're first born, they're like yeah. checking you over. She checked that kid over, and then literally got her kid, and they got out of there. And but but it was a it was a real human oh. moment for me as a police officer that I was like, man, like I can sympathize with her in this moment. That I get it, right? I get it because of that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So since white lives matter, mm. uh, <laughs> what is your, I wish I would I would probably get some kind of copyright or whatever. Man, I wish I could sell that shirt. Yeah. But I would I would rock that shirt and I would sell it. I haven't seen it online, but uh, maybe I'll shoot the DM. He's not gonna read it. Uh, Never know. Bring him on the show. Kanye, come on the show. Go with the Oh, I would love to have Kanye yeah. on the show. Are you kidding? Oh Never know. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing is, you got to shoot the shot of habit message room. So today, yeah, I'm missing 100 percent of shots you take. Thank you, Rich. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna message mm-hmm. Yeezy Yee. Yeah, there you go. And so, tell him I wear a size 16 shoe. I would love a pair of the shoes. If you wouldn't mind, I'll take a pair in black and white. Twelve. Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah. Send two shoes. And you had to send one all blacks. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you can find some retro sixes, I'll take those too. <laughs> Just slide that in there. My sister watches, and uh, she lives in LA. And I've like had her look for like, yeah, but not the new, but the retro. And this is probably like the blackest thing about me. Like I have Jordans in the trunk right now. Really? Like, even though I didn't believe that. Like I wear suits and stuff, and I come and I give the speech and stuff. Uh huh. The thing, you know, I'm just sitting here with cigars and gold watches. I got Jordans in the trunk. Guaranteed there. I think they're the thirties, the all red thirties. Um, I never know. I am not. So I told someone this yesterday. My the only threat of violence, besides like getting a whipping, <laughs> that my dad ever levied against me, was um, in my teenage years. He was like, "Son, I, I'm gonna have to cut your feet in half because your feet are costing me and your mom way too much money, yeah. and we gotta cut your feet in half because your feet are too big." So I never was a big shoe guy because uh, it was like the, the the most expensive expenditure in my list oh, of things to buy on shoes. So I'm definitely like a Walmart New Balance. Uh, well, it's one of the things that when I get into black communities, because I, I live in a, well, actually, it's not even predominantly white. It's predominantly Asian, Indian American. Right, right. Um, but I live in a, a kind of a bougie spot. When I speak with not just minorities, but like black community minorities, I'm like, guys, the things that are important to us cannot be Cars, clothes, shoes, right. you know, all these women, and we can't spend a trillion dollars on hair and nails. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is us doing it to us. This is how you shoot yourself. And this brings up a greater point. Because of that reason, and because we don't have that conversation that you just said, we actually, you know, the, the culture is much desire to have limited our little boys to thinking that the only jobs yeah. that are going to get them out of the hood is being a ball player and being a rapper. And that's not the case. And so it's like, guys, there are other things. But because if you look at our spending by race, we do spend a trillion dollars on hair. 
Yeah. We do. And, and there's no oppression there. There's no white people no. chasing black women around, making no. you spend money. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, one, I have two pairs of jeans. I know guys that have $4,000 collections yeah. of shoes. What was that thing they were doing, the pop-ups, where, like, someone put on social media yeah. that he was exactly. selling shoes? And you see the line. You had to get there. Yeah. You know, limited batch. And people would, would run to... And I'm like, what you, if I put on social media that we would do a vacuum? You blood braids. Yeah. Same thing with Joe's. Yeah. All these young, fresh out of boot, like, and they, you, you can't spend any money when you're basic training. So, like, now they've got a little cash in their pocket, mm-hmm. shoes, jewelry, and yeah. they want to go. I'm stationed at Fort Sill, and they want to drive, you know, 90 minutes to Oklahoma City to wait in line for three hours to buy a picture to do one of those pop ups. And I'm like, like, you're, like you're an E1, E2. I'm like, look, look, how many times are you gonna have this conversation? <laughs> like, yeah. And then they're like knocking on your door, like, hey, $50 to buy yeah. some top ramen because no, no, no. see, you, you've been an NCO, that's the same as being a parent. Yeah, these oh, are little kids. Yes, uh, you're running around making sure you're point. And we are not being disparaging the veterans, we're both veterans, so we can, yeah. we can talk about this. Oh, we're the ones that want to help you. I mean, yeah. my first day on station there, I'm in, you know, I'm in this barracks for like. We'll say middle to uh, a certain level of NCO. Um, and right. we got, right. you know, right. these privates come and they're waiting to start their A school, but they're on full liberty. You know, so they can do whatever they want right. in between the, the eight, nine days before their, their school starts. So they're not even fully minted soldiers. They have no MOS qualification. Every night they're like, we're going to hit the bar. I said, look, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. Look, look. My household goods are moving across the country. I'm like, oh, man, it was me. Like, this drill sergeant. I'm like, we gotta take responsibility of these guys. I said, this is what you guys do. I gave him my number. I said, you Uber to where you're going because you're sober when you get there. But when you're ready to leave, 20 to 30 before you're ready to leave, send me a text, I'll come pick you up. Right. One of these guys threw up in the back of my car when it was one day old. I had the car for one day. Yeah. Oh, freaking privates, man. Yeah, and we made, and he threw up at the last moment. We pulled into the barracks. Guys are getting out. Oh, he couldn't. And when, when the door oh. opened, like something about the air hitting him, he lost it. Just like, like oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just like, I got it. Just get out. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, so we, we care. A much different. No, no one yeah. cares more than that. Yeah. yeah. You care. And you I have looked at that man, but it's like for your protection, yeah. for your good. Yeah. Because we've been there, right? Like we did that. We already crossed that bridge. I so we're trying to no, I didn't no, even, I've done right. stuff like that. Brothers, 
the 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 amount of just pure it's perplexing. Like the amount of just pure like what? Because that's all I can say, right? Like big question mark. What? Like for real? Because it's it's and all because what you talked about earlier. Because you disagree. That's going to be your response because you disagree. And it goes to uncertainty immediately. I will know that I have arrived as a medium personality when the torch passes of the new blackface white supremacy. Because it was like, it was hanging with like, I mean, originally it was probably Thomas Howell, but it was like chilling out with Larry Elder for a while. I think he passed it to Candace Owens. Candace Owens is amazing. Uh, It's probably passing from Candace to Kanye right now. And you see it in the, I wish I had an app or something that could tabulate this for me. And the amount of times I got Oreo, bootlicker, coconut. Like, you guys come up with the most outlandish stuff. And the Uncle Tom thing is, I, the Uncle Tom thing is really funny. It is. I don't even respond to it anymore, except to, like, help people. Because I'm like, wait a minute, you realize Uncle Tom, that it's a compliment. Like, they're using it in a context. They don't know. It's like, oh, like, oh God, I want to buy you the books. Like, that's not... They don't You know, know. you're not applying that correctly. They're reading yeah. Hebrew Max Candy. They're reading yeah. these gender justice books or whatever. Look, there's no such thing as fill-in-the-blank justice, okay? Or your truth. They're just the truth. They're just justice. Not social, uh, cultural... I saw uh, climate justice the other day. I think Kamala Harris had said it. She, uh, she did. She was answering she a question about, I think, education. She said climate justice. And I'm yeah. like, what? Oh, and that, she, that was what she was talking about. The equity of the support that was going to happen in Florida after her campaign. She was like, there's got to yeah. be like equity and support. And I'm like, the equity and the support is just send your first responders out there, your 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 FEMA people, all the rest, and like, go help everybody that's been impacted. Like, why do we have to? The only thing I want is to in my house, right? Like, I don't want any. Uh, and, and no one, I, I guarantee you, in Florida, in Florida, that was not I guarantee you, there was no one down in Florida that was like the black people were not sitting down Oh, we are so grateful for Vice President. He's making sure that we get equitable. It's fine. We're good. Come on, let's not work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, so bad. It's not bad.
makes you win. I love it. <laughs> Let's just make sure this audio is popping. Can you hear me? Yes, you can. I just answered myself. Ah, oh, we don't need that. What is even on here? Yeah, are, do we cover Wait. anything? Now we're talking about inflation, crime, gas, energy insecurity. What? That doesn't even make sense. Shelter, energy. That last one doesn't even make sense. I must have had a stroke or something. Yeah, oh. And we talked about midterms. Boom. Yeah. And people think, see, and I, I try and keep it like 100% authentic. Like, I don't give talking, I'll accept talking points. I don't give talking points. I don't have scripts. At best, you'll get bullet points. And people don't think, I mean, people don't think this is true, but I, I it's a real, it's real. It's a real it. post-it note. Like, I as, love a, as a journalist, this is all you should need. Right. Like, you're supposed to have, Aunt, like, Kaylee McEnany, she got that big binder, but she can rock with one of these. Yeah. Because she, like, I don't actually think she ever opened it. She like opened it at the beginning, but the yeah. current press secretary, or what, uh, John She's Pierre, like asking serious. Yeah, <laughs> she's in the corner. She is like referencing. That. I mean, if you ever watch her every question, she is flipping through that thing at the cyclic. She's like going through, trying she's to figure like, out. Is anyone friends with Kaylee on Facebook? Can you just send her a DM? Can you send her a DM like, and ask her something? She's had to have multiple binders, right? Yeah, is she still one? Yeah. Or does it belong to the White House? Like, it's at, it's at Mar-a-Lago. It no, it's That's so <laughs> oh, bad. Man. That is so bad. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to whatever platform jail this is. Because it's not, yeah. In Melania's oh, dress no. closet or something. I don't know. Whatever. We were just at, uh, not the archives, because we went to D.C. You know, it's like, pocket, 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 pocket. I told them, I was like, I'm preparing. We went to D.C. a party of 12. We got Four adults and eight kids. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. So it was like mm-hmm. my family times two. That's a whole squad, though. That's a whole infantry squad. Like yeah. y'all went ready. Yeah, yeah, uh, kind of. Uh, well, I I'm think like, the, the Mobley <laughs> kids can hold their own. I know their dad. They probably would be like, "Give me that dad." <laughs> yeah, they had we're, to. we're still yeah. training them up. Yeah, training up the way they should go. Mm-hmm. But that's so you kind of preparing them for like, hey, you know, the homelessness is getting real bad. There's a lot of tents. Um, we had probably five encounters with. Um, not just, like, there's nothing wrong with being indigent for a time and needing welfare, but people who, um, it's so sad. One of the things that happens to homeless Americans, because they are outcasts and no one really speaks to them, there are homeless people that will gather together and have community. Right. And honestly, like, if you found yourself in hard times, that is the best thing to do, is at least gather with other people, because when you isolate yourself, which is why isolation yeah. is a form of torture, uh, J6 guys, uh, the mental illness gets to them quickly. We're not talking months and months and months. We're talking you can spend three to six weeks out around people, but everyone ignores you. Right. And that's, mental, I, yeah. I can't pretend to know what that's like. No, and it's it's crazy. Washington, D.C., I love that city. I call it the most powerful, most beautiful city in the world. The most beautiful it thing is, is the most beautiful. Is, it's the most visited city well, in the it, world. It is, but I'll tell you what, man. Like things that break my heart about the policies happening there is like Union Station. Not only from a fiscal standpoint of how much money yeah. the U.S. government spent to build that place, it used to be beautiful. People used to go there to do Christmas shopping and take wedding photos and all that. And now you've got like liberal corporations like Starbucks that are going, "Oof, can't be there anymore," and they're shutting down. That Starbucks shut down their operation in. Yeah. In uh, Union Station, really? first they like scaled it back, and they're like, "We're only going to sell coffee when the sun's out, right? Like daylight yeah. hours only." I try um, to go to Union. I go to the metro stop, Ashburn to 
the what H or whatever. Yeah, well, off the right off side. The, yeah, off the right one. Yeah, and but 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 Union Station's been completely taken over, and no one seems to be able to do anything about it. Um, maybe they right should out be... front of Union because there's like a I don't know how to explain it. The, the cars go around. There's mm-hmm, that little mm-hmm. grass area. Yeah. Um, and there's no like statues or obelisks or anything, but there's grass right there. There's tents there. There's tents there. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but we we walk by and and I'm you know you got to prepare your squad to go visit DC. You, you, you do. Know, you, you really can't do. be out of pocket at all. You no. gotta be in there. Like no kids running off. Like I will tackle you. Yes. Um, and so they saw and heard some things from you know the city folk while we were there. It's just like it, it, yeah. it is what it is. I mean, my thing was like, and I always keep my security assessments to myself. I don't want to freak anyone out. But like, I'll hit my wife with like fast facts. So not this time, but the last last time we went, that not even so. The very next day, in the same place at the same time that we were, a dad was stabbed to death, and he was wearing he was like tandem wearing two infant babies. He had twins, and I was like, where we stood. Because it's like, oh, well, everywhere's not dangerous. I'm like, yeah, hold that noise, okay? I've, I've done this Homeland Security thing for a while. Yeah. You, know, you can keep your your fantasy to yourself. Yeah. I'm like, where we were standing, the dad was stabbed to death. Right there. At at that time, the next day. So 24 hours later, like, we were... Oh, this is this is recent. This is the... the oh, the last time you guys went. Wait, not yesterday, but the right, right, last right. time okay. before that. Okay. The penultimate time for you. Yeah. You wordsmith out there. Uh, and the wait, what was that word? I'm a, I'm a marine. Penelope. Penelope. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Penelope. I was like, what? Okay, yeah, second to last. Okay, which is what a word for second to last. Yeah, penultimate. Come on the Joe Mobley show and you'll learn stuff. Penultimate. No. Penultimate. Oh, I'm a nerd things? for sure. Yeah, they know that. But sometimes, and I have to stop and be like, no, no, that's not how you explain that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, this yeah. is fun. Yeah, it was fun. And I, I'm hungry, so I... No, I am too, right? Yeah. So that was my cue for, like, hey, man, I'm really hungry. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, well, my cue is I have, a, I have a baby bladder, so I can only do... The show for now. Like, 90-minute meetings. I tell people, I don't care if we're sitting down with Pope. At 90 minutes, I'm like, hey, yeah. hey we got to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Father, like, I'm yeah, bowing I, out. I got something to do. You're going to yeah. have to, like, bless yeah. me out of here. Guys, it's the DJ Mobile Show. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Go and check out Tim Parrish. His his Twitter, his social is right below. Look, it's a touch screen, touch phone. Don't be lazy. All you have to do is scroll down and touch it. Yeah. And it'll take you to the website. It'll take you to the right appeal. I don't know if it, it's not the right. It's right appeal Yeah, and I'm on Twitter, Tim Parrish VA. That's it. But you don't even have to know that. Click it. It's already there. Make sure you subscribe and make sure this is the thing to do to piss social media off, big tech off. Share it. Shit, because they don't do notifications. So if you send it to someone, bro, like they hate it. Uh, Tim, thanks so much for coming on. Absolutely. Right. And we are. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last.
Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.